is born for adversity. Our second passage is from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 17, and that's found on page 1,677. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. The word of the Lord. Dear friends of God, we were greeted this morning, each one of you shook a hand, and yet some of you are lonely. You're sitting here in church with a lot of people around, and yet you're lonely. You could be sitting next to your brother or your sister, your father or your mother, or even your spouse, and you're lonely. Why? Why is this? How many of you have a friend or two friends? How many of you are a friend to someone? We're going to explore and meditate on what a friend is and what you expect from friends. Casual friends, friends in time of need, friends of God, and friends of Jesus. God created man to have friends. In Genesis 2, verse 18, it says, it's, good, it's not good for man to be alone. Man needs someone to talk with and confide in. We have here in our fellowship a friendship group. It's where men and women care for mentally challenged people. You are a friend for the evening. And then if you see them during the week, you have a chat. We have a circle of friends where community gets together and have a meal once a week. People can come together and talk about the events of the week or to go get to know one another. There is a backyard friends, a meal served once a month at the LMC where friends also get together. These events are all beneficial for those who are present. Let's look at some Bible friends 
Friends of God, in the Bible, there was a time after God sent down fire to burn up the offerings that Elijah had drenched on Mount, on Mount Carmel, that Elijah felt all alone. He thought that he was the only one left in the world that worshipped God. It wasn't till God told him that there were more than 7,000 that did not bow down to Baal. And on hearing this, Elijah was encouraged. God was a friend to Elijah. He comforted Elijah and attended to Elijah's every need with food and water. Jacob loved his son Joseph so much that he gave him a coat of many colors. And when his other sons brought that same coat, all covered with blood, back from the fields, Jacob could not be consoled. He had a strong father-son relationship, friendship. Another pair of friends are Jonathan and David. They were very young, and while David was playing his harp for Jonathan's father, David and Jonathan became friends. Even though Jonathan was heir to the throne and knew that David would one day be king, they worked out a plan to ensure David's safety. Friends will put their lives on the line to protect each other. Paul and Timothy were good friends. Several times, Paul writes, my dear friend. And Jesus was a teacher to a disciple. He chose his students, and they became friends. We can choose our friends, and we are to choose them wisely. In grades one or two, children are children, and one day they have friends, and the next day they're no friends no more. It takes time and work to have a friend that cares for you. And a good friendship is worth keeping. School is a place where friendships can be nurtured. Friends to help study, do homework, and even get together to participate in school sports and events. You soon depend on your friend. Many lifelong friends are developed at school. And what does a friend do? A friend loves at all times. All, that's a three-letter word. All. When a robber comes up to you and says, give me all your money, what do you do? Do you open up your wallet and give him $10? Or do you say, first, let me go to the bank and withdraw everything that I have? All is a word that means everything that you have. So that when you love someone all the time, it means that if the person does, even when the person does something wrong, or even when he or she leaves you, you need to love them. A true friend has responsibilities. When a friend corrects you, it is usually with concern and love. We all need a friend to give us guidance in whatever situation. I've had a, a recent discussion 
with someone who has lost a spouse. And in the first two weeks, there is lots of visits and phone calls and food. And as time went on, only two people came or phoned weekly. People who were thought to be friends did not make the time or effort to be a friend. She was let down and became lonely, and even the church forgot about her. I'm sure this happens maybe in our own fellowship. They say that time heals hurts, but how much time is needed to get over a loss? At times, I still struggle what happened when a fire burned half of our farm buildings. Something that was built up over 35 years was wiped out in two hours. Yes, there were a lot of people that helped clean up. But a half year later, there were a few, only a few, that asked how we were doing. At that time, I came to the conclusion that I had no friends. Yes, we all have casual friends and people that we can turn to in times of need. Another example of a casual friend is like a farmer who knows his neighbor is a mechanically inclined person. So when a machine breaks down, he can ask for his help. And then when the machine is fixed, you say, I owe you one. How many times have you heard that phrase, I owe you one? As a neighbor friend, you're always looking for ways to return a favor, asking what you can do. When a farmer suffers a hailstorm, do we ask or console him by asking if they have insurance or if they have enough feed for the winter? Yes, we should be concerned about our neighbor's welfare as a friend. Do you have someone that you can let out every thought, whether in distress or joy? Most of you can say, your spouse has a listening ear, or your sister or brother. Honest friends correct you when you have done something wrong, as a correction is done with love. We all need friends to give us guidance in every situation that we come across. In the account of Job in the Bible, he had three friends who sat with him for seven days after Job lost everything, and they did not utter a word. So great was their grief with their friend that words could not come forth. The trouble that came upon their friend was too great for words of comfort. This also happens to us when tragedy occurs. We are at loss for words. A hug or to be present is all we can offer. A true friend gets to know our every thought and knows what keeps us going from day to day. You may have heard the phrase, a penny for your thoughts. And when you hear these words, do you pour out your heart to the friend asking this question? A true friend does. They want to weep with you or rejoice with you. Now, 
Have you considered God as your friend? God spoke with Adam and Eve in the garden until Satan came and destroyed this friendship. Enoch walked with God and enjoys this friendship to this day. God talked to Moses as a friend, face to face. When was the last time you talked with a friend, face to face or even with God? God wants to be on your Facebook. Proverbs 18, verse 24, there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. God is always near. In fact, he controls your every heartbeat and every breath. How much closer can a friend be? In Micah 7, 5 to 7, when a neighbor fails or your spouse leaves you, God will not forsake you. In James 4, verse 4, we read that if we become friends of the world, we become enemies of God. The prodigal son tried to become a friend of the world, and it did not work out. Once his money was gone, so were his so-called friends. His only true friend was his father. Excuse me. Often, friends of the world have the wrong motives and try to be friends. But God says in Hebrews 13, verse 5, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave, never will I forsake you. And then Romans 8, 35 to 39, Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, nor the present nor the future, or any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. How can you deny such a friend? You can pour out your anguish and sorrows and also sing songs of joy with your whole being, knowing that you have such a great friend. And now we come to Jesus as a friend. Our text, John 15, verse 13, says, It all, greater love has no one but to lay down life for a friend. Let me tell you a story to this effect. A father had two sons. They're about teenagers, 14 to 16 years old. And with a bunch of other young boys, one night, they did something really bad. They went around destroying mailboxes and stop signs. And when the father found out that his two sons were involved, he was distraught. 
And after supper time, he sent them up to their bedroom and he took off his belt. And he started to take off his shirt. And then he asked them to whip him ten times. And the boys filled with tears in their eyes. And they were hard pressed to do it, but they did it. They whipped him ten times each. Came back, the father stood back up again. The boys to this day are loving their father as a friend and have stayed at the right side of the law. Do you know of someone who did this for you? Yes, Jesus did. He was sinless, and yet he suffered for all our misdeeds. His scars are reminders of the whipping that we gave. Are you in tears? Tears of repentance, of joy? Are you one of Jesus' friends? Jesus went all the way and laid down his life for you and me. Who is your best friend? And all Jesus' friends say, Amen. Praise you with all of 